Venture Before Dementia is proudly brought to you by station sponsors The Dirt, 26 Light Crescent, Mount Barker, for all your off-road camping needs. Welcome to Adventure Before Dementia here on 88.9 FM, the wonderful Hills radio voice of the Adelaide Hills. Hey, Mike. And if you've woken up in a bit of a <laughs> what day is it panic, don't worry. It is Saturday and as long as you don't work on oh, Saturday, you can uh, it's Saturday. You can kick back, relax. Oh, yes, and there are a few people relaxing, camping up the river, aren't there? And taking the show. <sighs> taking the show. Oh, yes, that's right. We are talking touring this morning. We're t- talking about the magnificent Savannah Way, which oh, yeah. uh, is a great adventure track. They call it Australia's Adventure Drive. Is that right? Because it links Cairns, Cairns, Cairns. in the tropical north Queensland and the historical pearling town of Broome in Western Australia is Kimberley. Wow. And there are <laughs> a number of ways you can get from uh, east to west. Uh, is it? Some of the some of these attract the caravan crowd. Others mm. uh, others are more off road, which is what where we like to go. That's right, and we're going to talk about that on today's show, the Savannah Way. But we'll be back after. Oh, let's start off with a great song. Uh, and it is quite a cool morning this morning up here in the Adelaide Hills. Only eight degrees, um, and we might listen to "Cold Day in the Sun" by the Foo Fighters. You're listening to Mike and Anita on Adventure Before Dementia. Here on Hills Radio 88.9 FM. Until 9 o'clock this morning. Song to get you going in the morning. Love that song. That is the Foo Fighters, of course, with Cold Day in the Sun. You're listening to Mike and Anita here on 88.9 FM Hills Radio. How we're talking about... Adventure Before Dementia. The Savannah Way. That's it. (laughs) And we are travelling from west to east today, so our trip starts in that beautiful town of Broome. Now, Anita. Yeah. What is so exciting about Broome? Why do people flock to Broome? You know what? I don't really know. You don't know? Well, I was expecting whiz bang, woo-ha, but it's uh, it's just a pearling town. Yeah. It's, it's just a place to stop and restock. Uh, you do have that uh, famous beach, the Cable Beach, yeah. of course, yeah. where you can have dinner on the beach or go for a walk. You get can get to ride the camels. And the tides go out quite a long way there, don't yeah, they? you get that ladder effect with the moon or the sun, uh, something or other. <laughs> so top three highlights for you are Broome. Uh, yeah. And there's also the prehistoric <laughs> rocks in Broome. <laughs> what about, can I, could I suggest a couple of things? Well, oh, Cable Beach. Not. Oh, actually, there's Come a on. really good brewery there. Yeah, there is a... <laughs> There is a great brewery. Matt's Matt's Brewers, oh, yep. That's right. We had a really hot curry. That was fantastic. And oh, sorry. Yeah, it was quite warm on the day because obviously uh, being in the northern part of Australia, it is a, above the line of the tropic or... I think we had mango beer there or mm. something. Yeah, yeah, yum. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. No, so highlights of Broome uh, have to be the crocodile parks. Oh, that's right. Um, Mr Douglas's... Yep. So he's got two. He's got one in Broome and one outside of Broome uh, near the turn-off to um, 
Eagle Bay. You can get to see all different kinds of breeds of crocodiles because there's not just one. Yep. There's American crocodiles and, then and alligators. You know, they tease them out of the water and snap their jaws shut in oh. that sort of uh, you know animal conservationist way. <laughs> <laughs> Let's tease the crocodiles. Oh, God. With some <laughs> Yeah, with no. some big chickens. It's, and there's so many of them, it's pretty scary, isn't mm. it, when you see them that close and how big yep. that crocs can get. And they are only little babies. Ooh. So that's number mm. one, I'd say. Obviously, uh, Broome has its own sort of charm. It is a pearling town, as Anita said before. Um, so, you know, expect to buy the odd pearl at the... <laughs> oh, hang on a minute. ..at the shops. I didn't get one. Can we go back? <laughs> and... Um, you left all our money at Cooperpedia, as oh, I remember. <laughs> opals. I do got to say that Broome is the gateway to the Kimberley. Yes, it is. So it's your start for either the Gibb River Road, if you want to go up that way, which is the way we went, or if you want to head over to Fitzroy Crossing... And Halls Creek and... So up the Great Northern Highway, I think they call it. Yep. And I've got to say that, did you know that it's 3,700 kilometres, the route from Broome to Cairns? I know. It's not bad, is it? And it links 15 national parks. It's yep. 15. That's a lot of national parks. The best bit is that you don't need a four-wheel drive no. to go this route because there are unsealed and sealed sections. And there's five World Heritage Areas. So what are they? Come on. <laughs> we'll come back to that maybe <laughs> oh, a little bit God. later. I don't know. And, uh, uh, it's too many to name. <laughs> Now, the, the goal of the today's show is not to make Mike laugh t- too much. I've got a, got a couple of stitches in my head and every time I laugh or crack a big smile, it stretches those stitches. Okay, so the goal is to make Mike laugh a lot. <laughs> there he goes. Um, but no, he's, he's actually... Uh, that's probably another um, program we can talk about is that you do got to be sun protective because... The sun out there is quite nasty and poor Mike's had a bit of a... Uh, a bit of a slice and dice. Yeah, cancer cut out of his head, which yeah. is not good. But he's on the road to recovery, as most people are. Most oh, people yeah. aren't either, but... Uh, yeah, you've got to be careful in the sun. But the Savannah Way, it is an interesting way. We didn't do all of it. We had to actually cut... We had to diverge from Kununurra. Um, didn't we? But we can talk about that a bit later. We had to go down to Alice Springs instead of going right across. Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> so we missed the part from Kununurra to Catherine. We did. But we did do uh, pretty much all of it. Anyway, this isn't necessarily about our trip. This no. is about the span away. No, that's right. So there's heaps to talk about more. And if you do want to see some ripper pictures, of course, of our trip along the Savannah Way, uh, you can check out our Facebook page, Hills Radio. You sure? No, it's Adventure Before Dementia, (laughs) 88.9, and it's on Facebook, and you can see all of our adventures along the Savannah Way. And if you want to check out some podcasts from some old shows, I've now got it nearly up to date. (laughs) on uh, iTunes, of course, and that's, again, Adventure Before Dementia. So we'll be back after a few words from our sponsors, another song, and we're talking about the Savannah Way. Oh, stress, mate. That's an impressive camper trailer. Where'd you get that? Mate! 
I bought it from the dirt off-road campers in Mount Barker. They specialise in Australian-made premium off-road campers designed to get you there and back in comfort and they're great to deal with too. Who are they, mate? The dirt off-road campers. They're 26 Light Crescent, Mount Barker. Now that I've given you the dirt, I suggest you get to the dirt yourself. The dirt off-road campers. Check out the dirt wdcomau Hills Radio Sponsor. Oh, there was the mighty Sting himself. I can't stop thinking about you. Really? Yeah. I get that a lot. And, of course, I played Sting because I love Sting. And here we go. (laughs) So it's someone's birthday on Thursday. Really? (laughs) Sting? No, me! Oh. Oh, yeah, you. Oh, yeah. So I thought, oh, I'll put that in there. We don't play him every day and, um, yeah. Fantastic. Can't wait for him to come to Australia. All right, I digress. You're listening to Mike and Anita here on Hills Radio 88.9 FM and we're talking about Australia's adventure drive, the Savannah Way. The Great Savannah Way. Yes. It's like your great top-end tour, really. Oh. Um, And anyway, before the break, we were talking about the lovely broom. Oh, yes. and, uh, And why people flock there. Yeah, let's, it's not what let's face it. people think, really, is it? Well, Some people it's, think it's a tropical oasis. It's it not. is warm up there, and I think that's a great thing. I mean, when you go to Broome, you are frolicking around in, you know, shorts and T-shirt. Yeah. And that's always a good thing. You can't not. Mm. But it's not tropical as such as you'd think, being on the, the Queensland side. It's more dry, isn't mm. it? A dry, I wet. I guess so, yep. <laughs> yep. A dry, wet. So there's a couple of options to start your journey. So most people do the sealed route up the Great Northern Highway. Um, now Derby, Derby, Derby uh, is a is a bit of a shipping port, and you can get some cheap fuel there. So rather than pay top dollar in Broome, you can top up there. Uh-huh. Uh, you can scoot around uh, Fitzroy Crossing. There's the Gecky Gorge National Park. Now you can jump on a on a boat and go for a cruise up the river and mm. uh, maybe uh, watch some rangers taunt some uh, some more crocodiles. That <laughs> seems to be the, uh, you know, tourism over conservation. What about the thing that we missed out, the horizontal falls? Oh, well, that's on the, that's in the Kimberley. That's, yeah, that's further north than there. I thought that was more that too. Derby way, Derby way. Well, Round you're, there. you're telling the story? Oh, roughly. Hey, oh, oh, uh, <laughs> But that's a must-do thing too. And, of course, fishing. Got to go fishing up Kimberley mm. Way because of the barras. Yes, just don't stand too close to the edge. No, the don't put your back towards the water. Okay, <laughs> the Northern Highway then moves around to Halls Creek and about that area is where the Tanami comes out. So if you're looking for a shortcut to the Kimberley, the Tanami is the go. It's not a lot of places to camp along the way and, no. it, and the road can be... Uh, rough at times. Rough? <laughs> I don't, see, I don't remember it being that rough. It was terrible because <laughs> all the trucks go along it and remember there was lots of holes that we didn't know until we were in them? Yeah, I don't Oof. I don't remember it being too bad. Nothing fell off so that's always a good, uh, <laughs> you know, good benchmark to a good road or not, what fell off. And another good road was, of course, the Gibb River Road when we mm-hmm. went on because I think it was just degraded. Yes. Around there, wasn't it? So and the condition of the road is determined by the season, how, yeah. how much traffic's gone along and when it was last graded. When you were, when you were, what time of the year you're going? Two. Yep, yep. And there are parts that are slightly 
bitumenized, isn't it? One mm. lane, but you've got to share that. Yes, that's it. So when you see on the map, um, if you're if you're perhaps a grey nomad, you're looking on the map and it says sealed sections, and you're punching the air with joy. <laughs> just remember, it is one skinny strip of bitumen, and if cars come the other way, it's not know, a freeway. You've got to share the road. Yeah, that means pulling off. So there's still a chance for a broken windscreen yeah. or two. Get off the road. Hey, did you know that the Kimberley is renowned for its grand views? Of course, because of its. Um, <laughs> Tall escarpments. <laughs> Gorgeous. Georges. Georges. And also it's great swimming gorges, of course. And there's heaps of Aboriginal Ardoran. You've just mm-hmm. got to look for it and um, uh, be prepared to uh, search because they're not marked and they're not advertised. You have to walk around these gorges and uh, look for them. Now, this is the benefit between supporting the local establishments and that is they will give you uh, all the information on the sites to see. If you were just bumbling up there on yourself, chances are half these things would be so tucked away you would just miss them. Yeah, you've got to talk to the locals or the owners of the actual land, as in the farmers, where you stay on station stays and say, look, you know, I want to go for a good drive or where can I see some great Aboriginal art or where's the best swimming hole? Mm. Yep. Free of crocs. Yep. And they're, they're full of all this information because, well, they live there. That's it. They've set up these uh, adventure hubs. Um, and, look, their income is limited to the tourist s- season. I mean, not much money comes in the door during the wet season when all the roads are shut. Um, so uh, it, it, I, I think it's worthwhile to support these people. Yep. And a good way, too, is to mix it up a bit. So, like we did, we did the Gibber River Road, but from... Uh, uh, the first gorge, um, um, George, George number one. We actually went to Fitzroy Crossing just to check it out. Yep, because <laughs> we can. So we were at. Um, and, uh, yeah, ma- mm, uh, it was oh. a national park. <laughs> Big tall cliffs, freshwater crocodiles. Uh, it's opposite to Geeky Gorge. This is what happens when you actually don't have a, a Friday night knockoff drink. <laughs> you get brain fade. Anyway, we did check it out and, uh, yeah, we checked it out. (laughs) There wasn't much to see there except... The Gecky Gorge? No, no, Fitzroy Crossing. crossing. It was just a crossing and it was dry anyway. It was a little township where you could get food and supplies and... Yep. Yeah, okay. But there's heaps to do on the Gibb River Road. Gibb River Road's the way to go, isn't it? Yes, so that's the alternative unsealed option. Uh, as Anita said, there are a couple of bitumen strips along the way, but it's largely unsealed and, uh, you know, quite bumpy and, and tight in spots. But as with most things, the further you get off the bitumen, the greater the sights. Yep. And uh, there are bush camps, there are station stays, there are plenty of places. There oh. are national parks. Yeah, and some of the highlights were, of course, El Cuestro and yep. Home Valley Station, and um, there's other attractions around Victoria River and Timber Creek which are becoming more and more accessible. And I know when we went there, it was the f- year of the floods, so we couldn't get to go up to, which is not actually part of the Savannah Way, but to Mitchell Falls. But it's uh, it's 
something to put on your bucket list for sure. And make sure you spend lots of time. Mm. Don't rush now it. Now plenty of time. Yeah. What about Mount Elizabeth Station? That was about Elizabeth 50 k's off yeah. the Gibb River Road. And they had a really great full drive track there and then a gorge and the artwork, which yep. took me a while to find, but oh, it was so worth it because I hadn't seen anything A like nice uh, uncommercialised offering as well. Sure, it had a campground and it had hot showers and great things like that, but it wasn't a huge... A commercial operation. No. It was more a family-based thing, yeah. and that is a lot warmer. That's I what, think that's what made it good. And then, of course, you get to Wyndham and Kununurra, and Wyndham, of course, is the home of the Five Rivers Lookout. Yep, where you have to drive up this amazing hill to check out this amazing view. The funny thing is that uh, you get halfway up this amazing steep hill and it says no caravans or trailers allowed <laughs> and, like, there's nowhere to turn around at that point. <laughs> it would be good to have that at, at the bottom. That's right. A little bit further south of Kununurra is, of course, the Bungle Bungles. Oh. So they've got those sort of beehive uh, dome-like structures, which are, you know, an, another of nature's great wonders. Yep, and you can go actually into the Bungle Bungles. I think they were only discovered in the early 80s, but you can go into the Bungle Bungles and camp, or there's a camp spot across the road from there as well. So you can either take in your off-road camper into the Bungle Bungles yep. just before the driving and touring parties, or you can park your caravan. On the outside. Yep. Yep. And that's, uh, again, another thing about uh, being only recently discovered is because people don't get off the main route oh. to explore the, the, real, uh, the real landscape and the real no. stuff. Yeah, you've got to get off the beaten track to check things out. And there's lots of walks and gorges to look at. Yes, it is hot up there, but if you take your water bottle and your little cooling neck gel pack... Yep. <laughs> if you don't like the heat, maybe go to Tasmania or somewhere else. <laughs> You get used to it. You, you do. You climatise and it is worth it. If you go for your walks early in the morning or late at night rather than the heat of the day, that's the best time to do it. And, and then, of course, you're rewarded with a nice, cool... And, oh, my goodness, it is cool. <laughs> cool, refreshing. <laughs> refreshing is, uh, yeah. Water hole. And then, of course, you've got to walk back to the car. Eesh. All right, we'll come back with more on the Great Savannah Way here on Adventure Before Dementia. We're on until 9 o'clock this morning and you're listening to Mike and Anita, of course, on Hills Radio, 88.9 FM. Let it happen. You're listening to Mike and Anita here on Hills Radio, 88.9 FM and, of course, a bit of adventure before dementia. That's it. It's important to make the most of it while you can. Well, that's right. It is. Now, this morning we're talking about the Savannah Way and at this point we find ourselves at Catherine, which is the centre hub Ah. Uh. Yeah. Of this track, if you like. It's, uh, it's sort of not quite in the middle, but uh, there are a number of options to go north, south, east or west it's from great. this spot. Good place to spend a few days and, and uh, branch out and discover hmm. uh, some adventures up the top end. Yep, some different destinations. And not far away is a lovely little spot called Mataranga. Mataranga? And it's not really Ranka, it's actually quite good. Uh, it is popular, bless you, my dear, it is popular for thermal springs. And while there are, is, is a main sort of thermal spring area around Mataranke, if you motor your way up to Bitter Springs, which is nearby, it's not too far away, there's a beautiful little uh, sort of bush caravan park there. You've still got, you know, unpowered powered sites, but it's in the beautiful, um, beautiful sort of tropical rainforesty oh. sort of 
The best. Nice warm waters, but it's... And there's this beautiful spring there and you actually uh, grab a, what do you call those things? Noodle. A noodle? <laughs> a ball noodle. noodle. <laughs> you get a noodle from the caravan park and you can float down the spring and then you oh. jump on the walking path and walk around at the start again. So it's warm, you're floating around there. Um, if you bring a little sort of uh, goggles like the ones that you go to the pool with, if you're into that sort of thing, you can have a bit of a... Have a bit of a poke and a look around uh, as you float down so yeah. you can see, you know, fish and fish and frogs and other things. funny thing was floating down that river or creek actually is when you hit something you go, and you go, ooh, what's that? But most of the time it's just a root in the water. Nothing with teeth. Out. No. No. <laughs> God, imagine if there were piranhas. Apart from the occasional grandma. <laughs> And it's just a beautiful spot to relax. You know, it's warm. It's um, it's just pretty. It's just just a lovely spot to be. Mm, so that's yes. Bitter Springs, just lovely. out just out of Mataranka. Yep. Now the road from there ventures onto the bit that we love because it's where the bitumen ends, and this is essentially where. Uh, it follows the Gulf of Carpentaria. So if you're not big on ge- geography, the Gulf of Carpentaria is between the pointy bit of Cape York and the stick out bit of Darwin. <laughs> That's so a good way the, to explain so it. it's the bit in the middle. Um, it is quite rough along this section. It's, uh, there's plenty of river crossings, creek crossings, floodways, potholes, bulldust. Bulldust, that really fine talcumy stuff. Uh, when you drive through it, sometimes it can you can just be smoked out. You just can't see. So you got to, you know, and dust can be another killer up there. Uh, if you're not, you know, not really paying attention or being a little bit careless, you can just drive into a big dust, bull dust uh, cloud and smash into someone else who's also stopped or who has stopped yeah. because to be safe and then some other clown runs up there. Quacker, good so thing. Good thing was is that uh, if you want to see how f- full on it looks, the um, bull dust. Check out our pictures on our Facebook page, Adventure Before Dementia, eighty eight point nine. There's a picture of Mike driving through this, oh, uh, an amazing amount of white bull dust, and it just looks like the car's on fire or smoking. But it's, it's the dust, and it's a killer. And it's yucky. <laughs> now, this uh, this Gulf of Carpentaria area is very popular for fisher people. So, fishermen and ladies uh, who love, they go up there for the whole wet, the whole, is that right? The wet season, the dry season? The dry season, of course. The touring season, just to go up there and fish. It's like a, a magnificent um, hunting ground, if you like. So, mm-hmm. and uh, Roper Bar. So that's essentially so heading east from Mataranka, you you uh, get to Roper Bar, which is just sort of outside of the Lemon National Park, uh, very close to the bite there, very popular spot. And uh, I remember we came when we were travelling along there. We came across this area, so it's not far off the bitumen. Very popular for the big caravans because they don't have to travel far off road. Um, and it's right on right on a river, with the Roper River as well. Oh, so, yeah, that's right. And they mm. just camp there for uh, insanely long periods mm. of time. Yep, they've set up like a little homestead. Yep, it's a little and, free camp uh, there, I think. It's quite amazing, though. And there are lots of fires that go on around there too because they're burning off or mm-hmm. it's just dry grassland. So there's um, lots of smoke around the place. And I remember, I still remember, and they asked 
there's pictures on Facebook of where we camped for a night so we could rest and and continue on driving along the Savannah Way was the sunset made everything glow a, a strange yellowy orange colour. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? And that lasts for quite a few hours. It was very eerie. It was like something out of a movie, wasn't it? Yep. But it was also very beautiful because the sunset was spectacular. <laughs> and we found a couple of good sort of bush campsites of our own along there. There was one uh, behind behind a ruin uh, next to a lagoon with oh, pretty yes. lilies all on the surface and that was, you know, we had that spot pretty much to ourselves. Yep, yeah. And uh, anyway, we, we'll come back after these sponsors' announcements okay. to tell you more. Yeah, we're talking about the great, amazing, spectacular adventure drive which is called the Savannah Way up the top end of Australia. You're listening to Mike and Anita here on Hills Radio 88.9 FM with Adventure Before Dementia. We'll just have a few words from our sponsors. Oh, stress, mate. That's an impressive camper trailer. Where'd you get that? Mate, I bought it from the dirt off-road campers in Mount Barker. They specialise in Australian-made premium off-road campers designed to get you there and back in comfort and they're great to deal with too. Who are they, mate? The dirt off-road campers. They're 26 bike crescent Mount Barker. Now that I've given you the dirt, I suggest you get to the dirt yourself. The dirt off-road campers. Check out the dirt for wd.com.au. Hills Radio Sponsor. And Radiate, of course, and we're radiating the Savannah Way here this morning on Adventure Before Dementia. Whereabouts are we up to now? We are at the lovely off-road area of tracing the Gulf of Carpentaria. A couple of gems, camping gems along this way, apart from in the Limon National Park, are the Lorella, Lorella Springs Wilderness Park. Which we spoke about on the show a few weeks back. And also a bit further east, uh, a little bit off the track there, is a beautiful spot called... Adele's Grove, yep. which is in the, we'll try and get this pronunciation right, the Jamala National Park. Yep, the Lawn Hill Gorge is what it is. That's it. Beautiful yep. spot. Uh, they've got Adele's as a privately run campground aside uh, one of the creeks there. The mm. water is a beautiful, uh, what colour would you call that? Clear. Yeah, no, not <laughs> oh, really. Yeah, sort, sort of, of turquoise yeah, colour. Yeah, it's really weird. weird. They've got these massive red escarpment, sort of walls of the gorge, if you mm. like. You paddle up to the waterfalls. A couple of uh, freshies on the far banks to admire on the way past. I think it's all to do with the minerals up there and, and they say at least you've got to spend a couple of nights at Adele's Grove and you can even take grab a canoe and go down the gorge, Lawn yep. Hill Gorge, and oh, the waterfalls down the end were mm. pretty spectacular as well, and the palm trees, and, and you can't get to see them walking to them. You've got to get on a kayak and paddle down the, um, the water That's right. river. And once you get to the end, you can just pick up your paddlecraft and portage your way to the next pond. <laughs> so you can just keep on portaging on. <laughs> if you're that way. Inclined, otherwise right. you just drift back downstream and... Grab another cold beer. So, and there is also a lot of fossils and and relics, not relics, dinosaur bones, dinosaur footprints in and around Adele's Grove, which you can go and check out as well. Which is all part of the World Heritage listed Riversley fossil fields. So oh, that's one geez. of those great five that you talk spoke about before. That's right. Oh, I found one! Yay! <laughs> and the other four. Uh, now moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that is an excellent place to go and visit. And a lot of people 
that we met on our travels all said, go to Lawn Hill, go to Lawn Hill. And we go, what's yep. so great about a, a hilly lawn, a lawny hill? That's oh, it. That. Especially in the middle of that dry area. But <laughs> what about, what about? What about? That, that beautiful river crossing that you've got to, so it's not oh. really a river, is it? It's just a, a water body. Yeah. It's in these massive tall trees. So beautiful tree oasis, if you like, in the middle of this this you know, dry area. Um, Middle of nowhere. And you, you have to weave through this water body so the road just is lost, oh, if you like, in this, uh, in this water you drive through. We've got a couple of good photos of that, so okay. check it out on the Facebook page. And another thing is is that we do got to talk about Burke and Wills have their camp, one of their campsites there back in, uh, it was the Ilfoda Expedition back in 1861. And you can see a bit about the tree and the history if you're into that sort of stuff. Mike's not, so that's why he's not talking about it. Not at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm totally into a bit of history. It's a part of the Australian history, so. Is that near Burketown? Just say possibly. No. No, okay. So where is it? Uh, we're, we're talking about along the Savannah Way. <laughs> okay. Move, moving right along. Oh, so then you get to Normanton. Are we mm-hmm. up to Normanton? If so you say we are. That's pretty much the place where you turn right. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. if you go straight ahead, it's a dead end. Well, you can go up to Corumba and then up via the Mitchell River and down through, I think that way goes via Shilago, if that's the correct pronunciation again. It's an old mining town. Oh, yep. Well, and I'm then, trying uh, to keep to the blacktop. Yeah, well... This is a pretty dry, hot place again. Good place to restock. And also, we did see a few caravan and car wrecks there. Normanton? Yeah, I think a few people were starting to fade a bit. It's, you know, just long, straight roads. You do get a bit tired and and start to wander off. And that's where you should stop, camp, refresh, and then carry on. That's it. I mean, it's very hard to really soak up the ambience of a, of a spot, the kind of feel of it, if you're driving all day. You need a couple of days in each spot just to, you know, I mean, you're on holiday, remember? Oh, it is near Burke Town. Yeah, I know. That's Burke why Town. it's called Burke Town. Yep. And did you know Burke Town is the Barramundi capital of Australia? Is that right? Yep, that's where you can uh, go and catch lots of fishies. So, from Normanton, we then get back onto the blacktop. Hurrah! And we're heading over now to... Croydon, Georgetown, (laughs) or is it Gorgetown? Oh, actually, the Undara Volcanic National Park is another great spot. Yeah, you've got to stop there. Uh, They've got uh, this resort, which is bang on the National Park, which is kind of odd because generally, you know... Measure, uh, mixing tourism with uh, conservation isn't always a good thing, but uh, they've managed to do it, and they have some of the largest lava tubes in the world there. Yeah, you think lava tubes, eh, meh, but it is well worth a look, and you get to walk around these places, and it's quite cool again. Yep, being underground. Quite, quite spectacular, and you walk through, and again, we were there in the wet season, so most of the lava tubes were full of water, so you're walking through these little waterways of hmm. this crystal clear water. It was amazing. Nice little, uh, the resort oh, uh, yeah. is a, you know, it's in a, in a bush, um, yeah, nice bush setting, so there's powered sites, unpowered sites, and the usual sort of uh, various accommodation options. Uh, hmm. Nice spot to be, I think. It was. They had... Uh, a restaurant and there was some mm. trains there which yep. they'd converted into 
uh, train carriages and converted into restaurant dining carts. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, great spot, great spot again to go and have a look. So, and then of course you can do the big walk up to the top. I think it was where it's a walk around the actual oh, crater rim. Yes. Yeah, I, I remember that. Mm. That was all very nice. And of course, then the uh, then the the road weaves its way up through the Atherton Tableland Tablelands, I guess, uh, and up into Cairns. Cairns being very sweaty, very warm. Oh well, yeah, humid, very mm. humid and, and tropical, which it is. And I think we uh, uh, it was a great spot to stop again. Cairns is an amazing place because there's so much to see and do there. Mm. You can scoot off to the Barrier Reef if that's what you wish to. Mm, uh, that's right. And plenty of sort of tropical tropical bits and pieces, north and south. Now, a lot of people were telling us about Mount Surprise as well, mm-hmm. which you should go visit. So that's another thing for our bucket list. Is that for fossicking? Oh, that's right. It is too, yes. Uh, semi-precious gemstones and... Um, Semi-precious. Semi-precious is what oh. they say here. Okay. Topaz, mostly topaz. Mm-hmm. Fossicking for topaz. Yep. Uh, but you do need a permit um, and that's, uh, yeah, a great place to go and uh, uh, try your luck at getting some stuff. Some rocks. <laughs> yeah. Hey, honey, take this rock <laughs> as a gift from me. Oh, but look, the Savannah Way was an amazing drive. Um it's it's something that you don't get down the southern parts of the state or the country, really. It's completely different. And from Broome to Cairns, it's like two different places, they two are, different worlds. Yeah, they are a world apart, really. Yeah, because you've got the dry side of Broome. It's not really dry, but it is fairly dry, to the wet part of Cairns. That's it. That's it for the show already. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been great having you with us. Great topic it is. And we will be back next week. We're going to talk about Cape York and the drive up to Cape York, of course. And it's actually uh, from Cairns to uh, Bamaga, which is right at the top. Th- yeah, that's right. So we'll, we will be back next week. Hills Radio, 88.9 FM. Mike and Anita with Adventure Before Dementia. Don't forget to check out all the pictures on our Facebook page, 88.9 FM. And hang around for Bricks and Mortar following the show today. With Cam and Dave. And have a great weekend. We'll see you next week for another action-packed show. Of adventure before (laughs) dementia. I think I'm getting it now. Hey, I'm turning 50 on Thursday. Whoa, I just thought I'd get that in there. And, of course, there's really great websites too. You can look at, like, thesavannahway.com.au. See you next week. Bye.